Hello, this is Paulina B. You're listening to episode number six of my weekly show. Today, I want to talk about a product backlog. This is a concept I've adopted from Agile methodology. It is used in the Scrum framework by the most innovative companies of our times. An idea of a backlog, perhaps, is the most undervalued concept in personal productivity. I will tell you what a backlog is, how it is being used by tech companies, and how I use it in my personal life. Welcome to the Monthly Method Podcast. This is a show for solopreneurs, creators, and artists who have a burning desire to launch a project. This is for a project that is not urgent, but truly important. The one your best life depends on. Your host, Paulina B., is a certified Scrum Master. She brings a proven record of launching successful projects, both professional and personal. You will hear about tested techniques that lead to calm, consistency, and results. Stay tuned to turn your idea into reality one month at a time. Okay, let's start with the technical definition of a product backlog. It will sound very technical, but don't worry, I will simplify it later. The Agile product backlog in Scrum is a prioritized features list containing short descriptions of all functionality desired in the product. Typically, a Scrum team and its product owner begin by writing down everything they can think of for Agile backlog prioritization. This product backlog is almost always more than enough for a first sprint. The Scrum product backlog is then allowed to grow and change as more is learned about the product and its customers. A backlog is a list of tasks required to support a larger strategic plan. So that was the technical definition, but what does it really mean in simpler terms? Basically, every product development team has a project they're working on. Let's say it is a new iPhone app. They start with this post-it stickers where they put everything that is needed to build a successful iPhone app. They will put all the features that this app should be able to perform. One feature per sticker. In simple terms, a product backlog is this huge to-do list that eventually gets prioritized by the product owner. The backlog is always longer than the number of tasks a team can do in a sprint. A sprint is usually somewhere between two and nine weeks. Whenever anyone on the team says that we should add this feature to the app, this idea gets recorded on a sticky note and it is put in the backlog column. Whenever, let's say, a CFO stops by and says that he needs a new report built, the task gets recorded and put in the backlog column. No one on the team stops doing whatever they're doing just because the CFO stopped by. Then before each sprint, a product owner goes through all the sticky notes, all the tasks, and prioritizes them. She will get rid of tasks that are no longer relevant based on the information they acquired during the previous sprint, based on the experiments they ran based on conversations with real customers and their feedback on the product. This process is called backlog refinement. Then the product owner sits down with the whole team. They select the tasks they will focus on for the next sprint. During the sprint, they focus exclusively on completing selected tasks. 
you can see that this approach is very different from what we see in most offices. What we are used to seeing is a very reactive approach. You get an email, you stop everything you are doing, and you start responding to that email. Or let's say someone walks by your desk and asks a question, you stop everything you are doing and focus on solving their issues. Or let's say one of your team members says that it would be so cool to add this new feature to the app and you stop whatever you were doing and you switch to developing this new and exciting feature. See the difference? Scrum framework for product development is very intentional compared to the reactive approach that is so common these days in the knowledge work sector. Now let's look at how we can use the idea of a product backlog for our personal productivity. We can look at our goals or areas of our lives as separate projects. You pick one goal and brainstorm all the tasks you think you should do in order to achieve your goal. You write them down. Then you prioritize the tasks. Once a month, you select the most important tasks and focus exclusively on completing these selected tasks. Nothing else. You only select the number of tasks you think you can do in three weeks. Under the monthly method, you select three goals for each of the three areas of your life and you focus on these goals for the next three weeks. It's easy to remember, three in three in three. Three goals in three areas of your life in three weeks. This is the foundation. This is where you start your first sprint. You commit to the selected goals, learning to ignore other temptations. But the true magic of backlog happens after. After you decide what goals you want to focus on during the next sprint. You create a note on your phone that is called ideas or backlog. And you record all the ideas, cool projects, tasks, purchases, books to read, everything that you think is so crucial and so urgent in achieving your goals. You record all of these ideas in a dedicated note on your phone. I recommend using your phone because it is always with you and it's easy to access and write things down. The friction is very low. You can pin the notes so it's always on the top of your lists of notes. Let's see how it works in practice. For example, one day you're walking to get some coffee and an idea pops up in your head. You decide that it would be so cool to paint every day as a way to relax and unwind. Plus, you always wanted to have some creative outlet. But you don't have all the supplies, you need to order them or go to the store. Then you probably need to watch some YouTube videos on how to paint, some tutorials. No worries. Record this idea in your backlog note on your phone. You can put something short such as paint every night or learn how to paint as a new hobby. You will remember what you meant by it. It doesn't have to have many details. It'll literally take you five seconds to pull out your phone and write down that sentence. And now the most important step. You keep on walking. You don't act on this idea. You record it. Your brain knows that it is safely recorded somewhere so it doesn't have to constantly remind you about the idea. 
You don't go on your Amazon app and start searching for supplies. You don't go on YouTube and start watching YouTube videos. No, you just record the idea in your notes and you keep on walking. You do this with every idea you want to act upon or the project you want to commit to. Of course, I'm not talking about some small tasks like cleaning up your room. You should record tasks that will take you more than 30 minutes of your time. So anything that requires more than 30 minutes of your time should go in the backlog. Then once a month, when we do sprint planning, we look at all these ideas and go one by one. We sort them into our three areas of life, career and growth, health and key relationships, and quality of life. Be prepared, the list will be long because you've been recording all these ideas throughout the month. It is not a problem, it is nothing to worry about, this is normal. The first question that will pop in your mind when looking at some of the items is, what on earth was I thinking? This question will be addressed to about 20-30% to of all recorded tasks. It means that what you thought was urgent and important is simply your human brain having, let's say, a minor malfunction. Without any regret, you can safely delete those tasks. Just say bye-bye. This is when you realize how much time you just saved because you didn't act on the silly ideas. You recorded them in a safe place and continued with your intentional living. And now, after some time, you can look back and realize that these ideas were just silly and they're not worth your time and energy. What a time saver. After you delete all the nonsense, you start prioritizing these tasks. I used to do this for everything, ideas backlog, backlog refinement, and sprint planning, but you can do it in Microsoft Word, in Excel, in your notes document, it doesn't really matter. And then you select three tasks you will focus on for the next three weeks in each of the areas and commit to those, nine goals in total. During the month, you keep on adding things to your backlog, and then you look at it again in three weeks when your sprint is over. And then again, you choose your goals for next sprint and you do it every month. Why is it so effective? The secret sauce is time. Once you allow some time between your thought and your action, you can be more intentional in your actions. You will only act on things that pass the test of time. I know it's a bit counterintuitive nowadays in our culture of I want it now, but it truly works. If two weeks ago, when you added a particular task to your backlog, you thought that this task was important, and today you still think it is important, it means that this task is likely to be still important to you in the future. So it is worth investing your time and energy in completing this task. Very few things are truly important, so you should be okay saying no to 99% of ideas passing through your brain. Using ideas backlog saves you time and energy so that you can act on what truly matters.
I've also used the idea of backlog in other areas of my life. I use it for cooking and meal planning. Whenever I see a recipe I want to make, I save it in my recipe app. I personally use Paprika 3. I review and plan my meals once a week. That's when I review all the recipes I've added throughout the past few weeks. Every time I am amazed at how many desserts I tend to add. By the time I do my meal planning on Sunday, I no longer want most of the desserts I've added, so I just archive those recipes. If I acted on my impulses and started baking all those sweets the moments I have found them on the internet, my diet would have been much different. I also use a backlog for shopping. With COVID, we all rely on online shopping more than ever. I now do online shopping on Wednesdays and Sundays. It includes groceries, Amazon, eBay, everything. During the week, if I think that I should buy something, I put it on the shopping note on my phone. Then, when it's Wednesday or Sunday, I look at the list. I see if I can delete something. Most days, I do delete some items. Then, I purchase only the items I have on the list. For anything to be purchased, it has to be on that list first no impulse purchases. If you want to go even further, I also have a limit on how many things I can purchase in one session. It varies between three and five depending on my season of life. It means I have to prioritize the list and only select three or five items that are the most important. If I, for some reason, don't shop on Wednesday, it doesn't mean I will shop on Thursday. It means I will wait till Sunday because the rule is that I do online shopping on Wednesdays and Sundays. What do I get in return? Well, I guess it is not a surprise that I have saved a lot by doing this. I only purchase the things I truly need, and I am not the person who actively tries to save money. I prefer to establish the systems that allow me to save in the long term without me feeling limitations, deprivation, or any of these negative feelings that are involved when you're actively trying to save money. So this is how I use Backlog for shopping. I also use Backlog for my free time activities, movies I want to watch, books I want to read, pretty much everything. I have a backlog list for pretty much everything. If you want to live a more intentional life this year, I highly recommend using the idea of backlog in the area of your life that is the most overwhelming. If it is finance, use a backlog for purchases. If it is weight, use the recipe advice provided above and do the meal planning. If it is time management, use it for your to-do items. I use it for pretty much every aspect of my life and it allows me to navigate my life with ease and a greater sense of purpose. I hope this has been helpful. If you have any questions or need some clarifications on the concept of a backlog, please let me know. I know it can be a little bit technical and new to many of you, So I would love, love to provide further information. Have a great week, everyone. Please subscribe if you want to get a freshly baked episode delivered to you next Monday. And also check out the show notes for a weekly reading recommendation. 
This week I recommend a book that influenced me in developing some of the concepts covered in today's episode. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to ask a question, leave a comment, or share something interesting, please use the link provided in the show notes. I look forward to hearing from you and answering your questions in the upcoming episodes. 